1: Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness.
0: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to Bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's
1: Bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. Welcome to the news podcast number 434. Uh, Today is Thursday, November 7th. Tomorrow, November 8th, I'll be performing at the Carolina Theater in Durham, North Carolina. So come on out to see that. Also in December, I have dates in Chicago, Minneapolis, and Seattle. And I believe um, a young lad by the name of Matt Myra is going to be opening for me in those dates. I know. Uh, So that'll be two-thirds of us there. Well, really, two-fifths. Aww. Uh, Or did you think I was talking about you, Kyle? I, said, I thought we agreed but it's a tertiary relationship. We didn't agree to anything. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you can go to Nerdist.com slash calendar to get tickets and info on that. This episode, we sidestepped Marvel Week a little bit uh, to get this fantastic actress named Saoirse Ronan on, and she has a movie that's out in November 8th called How I Live Now. Um, and she's, you, even if you don't know her name, she's a young Irish actress who's been uh, in uh, Hannah and Lovely Bones, and then also in the, the Grand Bud- Budapest Hotel from Wes Anderson, and How to Catch a Monster with Matt Smith, which are are not out yet. Um, but she uh, she was. Fantastic, And I'd never, I'd never met her before. I certainly knew who she was. Um, but uh, I didn't know she was 19. I had no idea she was 19 years old. I mean, I would have said maybe like, oh, she's probably like 24, or 25 years old. But she, and not to be insulting to any 19-year-olds, but I just didn't, I wouldn't have, I in talking to her, I wouldn't have been like, no, oh, she's. I will. Step up your game, other 19-year-olds. <laughs> Whoa. The gauntlet has been laid down by Kyle. Mm-hmm. But this is a good week for accents on the podcast, too. Very good. Because we had Tom Hiddleston, uh, and now Sersha, who, uh, who the lilt of her Irish accent is hypnotic. Yeah. Um, and she's super fast, super funny, and, and an incredible actress. So uh, I'm glad that we were able to kind of uh, nab an interview with her while she was in town. For the Nerdist Podcast, number 434, with Sersha Ronan. Now entering Nerdist.com.
0: Proper meat. <laughs> I really like American bacon
1: though. Well, it's, it's delicious and processed. Yeah. I, I'm sure some percentage of it is actually pig. Delicious hormones. Delicious hormones. <laughs> <laughs> That's what gives it the flavor. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I, can't, I can't help it. I can't help it. It's so what we're raised on. It
0: is. It's great though.
1: I don't. I will never understand. I will never understand any of the mites: marmite, vegemite, promite. I will never understand never any of it. I never
0: got into any of that either, actually, because I know that some people like in. I think in Australia, it's is it vegemite? Yeah, vegemite, in Australia yeah. it's vegemite, and then in New Zealand it's. Uh, did I just say New Zealand? Or did it no, vegemite? you said Australia. Yeah, yeah Australia it's vegemite. In New Zealand it's marmite, isn't it? And they bloody hate the other one And they both taste the same They both taste exactly the same They're both awful
1: Maybe that's because one group eats one And then the other one So they buy association No, that's
0: what it is, yeah But I mean I I guess it's because they hate each other
1: I had an Australian girlfriend And she she got me to try it as a joke She was like Oh yeah, just take a spoonful (laughs) But you're not supposed to eat it that way No and uh it, it's basically just like eating a handful of um, chunky salt. And it was like it's just like salt it paste. Is a bit like that. It's like salt paste. Yeah. If someone if someone came upon a a puddle in of mud in the road and they were like, Well let's just put salt on Threw this.
0: some salt on it.
1: And then scooped it out Threw and then some sm- salt
0: on it there. smeared it on your
1: tongue. <laughs> to to my to me that would be Vegemite. It
0: is really not. The best thing to put on your bread. What
1: is what is bizarre Irish uh, cuisine?
0: We have um, pudding, which is sounds good. Well, wait until I tell you what's in
1: it. There's more, so
0: it's not a dessert. It's something that we have for breakfast. So we have when we have a fry up, we have rashers, which is bacon, air bacon, or back bacon, eggs, toast beans things like that and we always have either black or white pudding and in pudding it's like a big massive sausage and it's got fat in it and like ground up bones and blood and all the parts of the animal that you don't want to think about they were all left over and it's all in there and it's great it's so (laughs) nice it's so yummy it's got fat in it and everything
1: it's the parts And it's we the nicest neglect. thing.
0: And we grew up on that stuff. Whenever a kid would have a fry up at home, you'd have pudding, um, and you never knew what was going into it. And then one day, my parents told me, and it was like telling me about Santa Claus or something.
1: <laughs> that Santa Claus Freak. is made of all the bones and fat. From all the <laughs> yeah, other exactly.
0: What?
1: Yeah, I know. Blood pudding is. I ruined
0: my childhood.
1: I'm sure it just goes back to not wanting to waste anything, so the butchers would just Absolutely. scoop all the leftover butchery yeah. parts into a. Onto a fryer, basically. Well,
0: that's what makes up Irish cuisine, I think. You know?
1: <laughs> the we leftovers? We didn't come up
0: with the baguette. We didn't come up with, you know, shepherd's pie or anything like that. But the stews that we have, and we have this thing called coddle, which is like a stew as well. And it was basically just spuds and sp- Bacon and anything you could get your hand on, and you just put it into hot boiling water and make soup out of it. And my mum still makes it now, and it's great.
1: I am so uh, I. I've been I've been all over England. I've been all over Scotland, and Ireland is the one place that I really, really, really want to go, and I haven't been yet.
0: I can't believe you haven't gone to Ireland. since I know, you I'm went a to dick. Scotland as well. I
1: did, but I was always Scotland's on. Scotland's great. I was almost. I was actually just in Scotland in May. I, I, I'm, I'm. I was on a limited. I was. I'm always on a limited time. Uh, frame so, yeah. I you know my traveling is never. Well, I'll just go one place for two weeks. It's okay. We'll go to London and then we have five days that we could drive drive up to take a train, go up to Scotland, yeah. go around, and then go back. And we got to fly out. Oh, no. So I never have. I need to. I need to I take a dedicated you need to Irish make trip. The time
0: to go to Ireland. I, I think will. That's the thing. Before you go over there, you got to make the time to go over because the thing is as well is that you can get the ferry over, so you yeah. can go to Wales. And you can hang out in Wales for, like, a day, because once you've seen (laughs) one part of Wales, you've kind of seen it all. Um, It's beautiful, but it's, you know... um, And you can get the ferry from there and then take it over to Ireland.
1: I hear... I'm sorry, go ahead. No,
0: I was just going to say the lovely thing about, um, in particular, Ireland, Scotland and Wales is that they're all sort of... And England as well. They're all sort of variations of each other, you Mm -hmm. know? So Scotland's very... It's very dramatic and, you know, there's a lot of cliffs, there's a lot of roaring seas and things like that. And it's really kind of exotic, whereas Ireland's got a bit of that as well, but it's a little bit more low-key. And then Wales has all the hills and England's really pretty and so it's nice.
1: I really want to go. I I hear that, uh, I actually hear the comedy scene over there is really good right now. In In Ireland. Ireland? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's great. The same in Scotland, actually, because they have the Fringe Festival. Yeah. You should go to the Fringe Festival I've next been. year.
1: I've just never performed because I don't have a month to donate to the Fringe Festival.
0: I know. Yeah, well, you have to go up there first and kind of hand out flyers for your show. You
1: got a flyer for your show, and yeah. you got it, like, every night, you know? And I mean, I think it sounds really fun. It's great. you do, you know, everyone I know, I mean, a ton of my friends have done it, but... I, uh, I I do guess that you probably start slowly going insane after the first week.
0: That's what everyone says.
1: And then you have a breakdown about halfway through, but then... And
0: then it's great by yeah, the end. Exactly, the end. And then you the really end. miss oh. it on that last night. We were there the last night, so we had gone up for the very last weekend. And I think, or maybe we went up on Thursday and it was finished on Sunday or Monday or something like that. And everyone was like, oh, you know, I've got I've got all these flyers in my apartment. There's like three <laughs> boxes of flyers that I never got out. And I just want the show to be over now. It's done. I've done it now. And then by the time Sunday comes and everything's over, you go back to the same place every night. Everyone goes to this big place in the town, you know, to have a drink. Um... And we'd go back to that place. And by the end of the weekend, it was completely empty. And they were like, oh, God. That was great, you know? That was a really great experience. And I Stockholm miss Syndrome it. Stockholm Syndrome with the French yeah, Festival. Yeah, I miss you. I miss the show.
1: Oh, man, I, I was... So they I, go
0: through stages, those guys.
1: I was in Edinburgh in May, and uh, it's, it's just... It's such a gorgeous it's town.
0: Beautiful. It's so beautiful. I was just up there a few weeks ago, and it's amazing. And have you looked at the map as well? Have you looked at the map of? Did you do, did you travel um, into all the closes that they have?
1: No, in the no. Town? Do you no. know what they
0: are? The little alleyways. Yeah, we did yeah. some of them. Yeah,
1: we took a. Haunted tour yeah, of, I know, of Mary. what's-her-face?
0: Yes, her face? yes, yes. Mary King's clothes. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right. We did that as well.
1: Because she was, she was from, she was an outsider, and they came. She came down, and they didn't recognize her clothes or whatever, and then they killed yeah. her as a witch, burned her as a witch something or something, like something that. terrible. Like we did that.
0: A, We did like a, a private tour. It was for. Um, hopefully this film that I'm doing next year about Mary Queen of Scots. And so we went up there and we did research and went to visit all these different castles and things like that. But we went into the closest and so there were all these tours going on and we kinda had to bypass everyone so we got like a really quick version throughout I think it was maybe half an hour <laughs> we got. There's it was a like there's, there's a close, close. <laughs> you're this, done uh, this is what a close looks like
1: you feel slightly cold okay you're being haunted uh, and let's let's keep yeah. moving but with a Scottish accent
0: but it was amazing though it was so amazing and to think as well when you go into one of those rooms that you know 40 people would be living in there.
1: Oh, it's, it's... When they
0: were up and running.
1: Well, to see... To, to literally see the class system represented as... Yeah. A, as a dimensional yeah. Yeah. The, the lowest class were at the lowest there was level. A, yeah,
0: there was literally levels that <laughs> they, they represented the class. They just built
1: on top of the poor. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they did. They lived <laughs> underground, and then the rich people lived... Actually, no, the rich people lived in the middle because it was warmer than living up top. Do you remember?
1: Oh. See? I guess I didn't remember. Say, I wasn't paying attention. You weren't
0: paying attention. I was in too taken again. aback
1: by its majesty, but it's sort of funny to see these—you um, know—just essentially everything is, is historical. they yeah. Every building, every structure. But then you just see like a regular, like it's a yogurt shop, you know. But it's mm. it, but it's a fucking like you but know. But the
0: building's beautiful, that gorgeous. To the yogurt shop, gorgeous.
1: We stayed in a castle. We stayed in a castle just outside, just about 13 kilometers outside of uh, Edinburgh. And and again, you know, coming from America, where our history is is very limited Mm. just in terms of of how long we've been around yeah but uh and they're like oh and this castle and this dent in the side of the castle is where Oliver Cromwell fired a cannonball you know I mean it's 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 really hard not to you know I guess you could take it for granted if you live there but the whole time our mouths were just open like it's really old yeah
0: you do I think you know and something I was saying to someone recently that a home in Ireland when you drive down the motorway or on the freeway there's mountains all around you and it's something that we do take for granted we don't kind of really soak up sometimes how beautiful our scenery is and how because you know I mean. I absolutely love America, but there's some places in America where it is just all kind of concrete, because it's a modern country, it was, you know, it's only a young country so <laughs> LA's of course, one of those places Yeah, LA is one of those places, <laughs> um, in certain parts, and so you go to a place like that where it's, where almost you know, our modern society has been built into the, the culture of the mm-hmm. place and it's been built into almost like the hillsides of the country, which is really nice, and um, but, yeah, and Edinburgh is like that too it's just it's beautiful
1: it's what do you really think lovely. what do you think um yeah, maybe this is a dumb question but what but what do you think um coming from uh, a place that has a very rich and lengthy history how do you think that informed how do you think that forms you as a people like as, as a current civilization? how do you feel like you know because do you, do you feel like Irish people are a little more um calm because they've had all this history behind them and you know Americans are a little more spazzy because we're young and like
0: like little puppies
1: We're really kind of little like puppy puppies. Dogs. Yeah, we're kind of like puppies. That will We're like the Irish
0: Wolfhounds. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> don't it's it's, a, you know? it's it's regal and you, but you don't want to fuck with it.
0: Yeah. Um I think in some ways our history won't let us rest. Um considering what happened in our country and and in Scotland in particular, there was a lot of fighting for a long time and a lot of struggle for freedom and things like that. And so I think that's something that for a lot of people is still very raw still, but um and not in a bad, well, sometimes in a bad way, but not always in a bad way. But I think one of the things that has really influenced us as a as a people is the fact that we are such an old country and that, you know, Scotland and Wales I can only kind of I can talk for Ireland mainly, but um we're such a small old country. And so for so long I think storytelling was such a big part of how we communicated with each other and we did that through music and we did it through storytelling and passing stories down and using folklore and things like that and legends and um, and so I think that that became a part of who we all are as people so I was watching a film the other day called The Quiet Man which is a film by John Ford from the 50s um, which was a famous Irish film that John Wayne was in and Maureen O'Hara and they used Irish actors in this film which was so nice because so often even now like they'd bring in American actors or English actors or someone like that and they'd get them to put on the accent and it never works.
1: <laughs> and we've got
0: such great actors at home and I was looking at these people and most of them probably aren't even alive anymore and they were so naturally animated. They were so, they'd always talk like that. And people in general at home do talk like they're, you know, singing a song or something. It's very melodic. And and I kind of thought about it the other day and I thought, you know, that was 60 plus years ago. And it's clearly a part of who we are as people. The fact that we're so kind of animated and so so musical, you know.
1: So, so. do you think that the, the, the Irish are natural performers? I
0: think so, yeah. Because I think we had to depend on that for so long. I think because we were such an old country, that, that was how, that was what we did when we got together. And even now, you know, when people get together in an Irish pub, we have a session, we have a music session, a, tr- a traditional Irish music session where people will get banjos out and guitars and fiddles and, you know, the girls will Irish dance and people will sing ballads and it's lovely. It's it's really nice. And I guess something like that kind of comes with a lot of history, you know? So
1: It's unfortunate that, um, you know... Um, I mean, this has certainly changed since, since the internet, but, you know, America, uh, not to shit on it, but America is very America-centric, because yeah. we're, we're essentially isolated uh, yeah. over here, um, and our country is so large.
0: Yeah, and very diverse it's as well.
1: incredibly diverse, yeah. but I think, you know, if you ask most Americans what they knew about Ireland, it would probably be, I don't know, green, mm. the cranberries.
0: <laughs> the cranberries. <laughs> Most people probably wouldn't even know that. What?
1: No. I mean, no, I, don't no know. I guess that's Was just like, that just is a function maybe that's of my you. age. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, because you know good music. I mean.
1: Dolores <laughs> O'Riordan.
0: <laughs> she's great.
1: She is she still, still. Does she she still perform.
0: I think she's still kicking about. Yeah. Wow. I haven't heard from her in a while, but uh, rem- they must be doing something there. I
1: remember when that freaking album came out. Oh my god.
0: So great. Sinead O'Connor is touring now again.
1: I know, and she's yeah. fighting with Miley. Sinead O'Connor
0: is <laughs> <laughs> she is. Sinead
1: O'Connor is so fucking funny to me. Those
0: letters. The, my yeah,
1: god. yeah. I can't tell I can't tell how much Sinead is like really kind of serious or how much of it is, you know, she knows she's just kind of putting people on. I, I can't I can't tell with her. I
0: think she I think she likes to take the piss a bit, but um I think she's a very smart Woman. I mean, she's, ma- she's made some interesting choices throughout her life, I think. And um, I just think, you know, you can, well, nobody should, but you can judge her personal life if you want, but what she does on stage is so brilliant and she's so talented. I saw her recently, I saw her a few months ago in Ireland, and uh, and she was amazing. And she was great, and she was really funny and really charismatic and really smart. She's a very smart woman, you know? So um, I can see why she'd kind of take offence from...
1: Oh my God, I remember certain
0: young performers. <laughs> now.
1: well, it's so hard because the older you get, young young people, you're just sort of naturally.
0: It's just like, oh God, yeah, what do like, we
1: become? What the fuck? Get over it!
0: Just get over <laughs> Put it! Put your clothes on! You don't know shit! Come on!
1: Like you really do start to. But I do remember being that age and being like, I know shit, and then I, now, know, the I, I know, I know, you don't know shit. But she, uh, I remember watching. You're probably too young to remember to, to remember this, but. Um, I'm sure you've heard the story, but where she uh, she rips Ripped up the picture of the Pope SNL. on the SNL. Yeah. I watched that episode yeah. you, live.
0: What did you think of it? it How was, did you react it was to it? So
1: okay, so you have to understand that at the time, no one did anything like that on American television. It was during a period of time where American television wasn't particularly controversial mm. um, in that in that way. Yeah, and, and so um, and, it, and and I don't really feel like it was a time where America, you know, in, in, in a pre-9/11 world, I don't feel like America as a culture made a lot of political statements on yeah. the air like that. So it was very... When she did it, it just went... F- I mean, you could hear the paper rip. Uh, it was... The, the air just just got sucked out of the studio. No one was like, what the fuck? No fuck. <laughs> what are we... You mean? can't... What? Like, <laughs> people just couldn't fucking handle it. Yeah. And, uh, and it really was... I mean, it was a very bold, pretty, pretty
0: thing to, ballsy it was an thing, incredibly ballsy thing yeah. to do. Yeah,
1: because um, you know, uh, not. I think most Americans didn't really understand this, what it was that she was trying to say, and what the struggle was, and what the division lines were, and why that you know she was making this statement.
0: Well, that's another thing as well. I suppose is that. Um, if you know your history at home, you know how big a part religion was of sure. of our kind of four countries, you know. Um, and I don't, I don't know. I mean, was that was that taught a lot over here, just about the Reformation, all that sort of stuff? It's
1: it's very. It, it, it unless you specialize in it in college, yeah. You, you we we as well at least when I was in school you sort of skate over that like in a couple of days and yeah. then the Reformation and then you sort of move on. I mean like we don't again um, so much of so much history that I remember taking in school was American history yeah, and world history really wasn't.
0: Which uh, is really rich as well I suppose like I mean you know it still is, an awful lot but did. the rest of the
1: world has been around
0: a lot longer. It has been around a long time.
1: <laughs> so we you know I think a lot of us just didn't really you know uh, understand at the time. Yeah. I think it was just more like She's fucking ripping up a picture of the Pope. You know, like people just couldn't, they just didn't understand. And yeah. so, you know, um, there was there was a little bit of a, of a witch hunt for her in this country. I remember, like, the next time she went to perform somewhere, they booed her off stage, you know. And I, I think that would be fine if they knew what they were booing, but I think a lot of people just didn't know what they were booing. They're like, oh, she ripped up a picture of the Pope. You can't do that. Fuck you. You know, yeah. like, if they had all the information and then could have made an informed decision, I do not support that. Or, hey, uh, maybe she has a. I, but I, but I really don't think that's what happens. Afterwards, though? Did she? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I, I, I may, maybe... See, if she had
0: had Twitter back then, she probably would have just <laughs> tweeted, I am ripping off a picture of the Pope right now.
1: Hashtag awkward. <laughs>
0: Hashtag Ox. <laughs> Ox. 2013.
1: Just did SNL. Whoa, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> What's with all the paparazzi? Come on, that's got to be a thing. It's got to be a thing. Write it down. Write, it uh, write down. down. Can write that shit down? Write that down. Um, <laughs> do you do comedy and all? Do you like? Did you? Do you do live comedy and all?
0: No, I don't. Um, I don't know if I'd be any good at it. I mean, like when I went up to Edinburgh, I thought, Jesus Christ, they've got some guts to get up there. And I mean, there were some people that were just amateur comedians, and some of them got ripped to shreds. Oh yeah. And it was terrible, and they didn't... Some of them, you know, it was their own fault because they didn't actually change what they were doing. They just kept going with it, and we were kind of like, you've got you've to mix it up a bit. Nobody likes what you're doing. Um, but at the same time, the fact that they got up there and did it, I don't think I could do it. Um, so I've never done anything like that, but... I love comedy, though. I love... I love watching comedy and grown Edm- up on comedy. And-
1: Edinburgh can be rough too because you're basically. But just
0: the Scots and general. Yeah, you're getting like heckled heart. by
1: Scots, and you, Do you kind know what of saying, I mean? like, "What the fuck are you doing out there? Get fuck it!" You're like, "What are you saying? What are you saying?" Put your kilt back on. Yeah, <laughs> but it's uh, it, it, it is as uh, again. I mean, when I was a younger, less experienced comedian, I I. I I went over and performed in in London. And I had a rough time because I just all my references were America. Yeah, yeah. And so it just, you just know, didn't work. not even references, but but culturally, you know, I think the
0: humor is different.
1: Everything's different. I mean, like I think the, the 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 mistake happens where people go, oh, we all speak quote the same language. Yeah. We don't. We speak a version of a, uh, of a language that had a common ancestor, mm. but culturally. You know, comedy comedy is really just like the baby of co- the culture. Yeah, and and things that you know because I love watching British comedy, and I, but I, I've also you know, especially if you watch like a lot of the older Mitchell and Webb stuff, and you and I go, I know, I know this is funny, but I know it would be funnier if I were if I were British yeah. and grew up in England because yeah. I know that there are things here that I'm not.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Um, I think I can appreciate both. I mean, I. I love British humour. Um, I love how dry it is and we really do, you know, Irish, English, Scottish, we all kind of just take the piss out of ourselves all the time. And that's and again, I suppose the humour in that comes from us being a kind of like a tough country that <laughs> a little kind of having a bit of little man syndrome where you have to let people know that you're there. You
1: right, know? right. And so
0: the humour kind of comes out of that in a way. Yeah. Um but I love American humor as well. I mean, I was born in New York. Oh, you were? Yeah, I was born in the Bronx. Oh, my gosh. Obviously. <laughs> Clearly, I was born in the Bronx.
1: No, see, I was that was a little Jenny more of a Brooklyn Black. accent I was picking up from you this whole time. Oh, really? So you are actually born no, in the Bronx. I
0: wouldn't have minded
1: being from Brooklyn, actually. <laughs> well, now um, it's cool. Me, you wouldn't have wanted to be J-Lo. from Brooklyn like 20 years ago. Me and J-Lo J-Lo ago. were like that. Yeah, bro- um, Brooklyn's only just recently, like in the last 15, cool, 15 years, been like... I know, I you know. really
0: like Brooklyn. I love New York, but we lived there and I lived there till I was about three and a half um, four and I remember being a kid and watching Seinfeld and watching Cheers and um, those were the kind of shows that my mum and dad loved watching they also loved you know Black Adder and Ab Fab and you know The Fast Show have you ever seen The Fast Show? uh, No you should check out The Fast Show it's got Harry Enfield in it if you've heard of him how did I miss that? The Fast Show's I think it's the best British sketch comedy ever. I'm
1: not the Anglophile I thought I was. Yeah. So no, but a lot
0: of English people haven't heard of it. I don't know why. It was a really famous show. It was in the late 80s, 90s.
1: All right. Yeah,
0: it's great. To the internet!
1: <laughs> so are you a are you a dual uh, citizenship-wielding person?
0: I am. Damn! And I got through customs the other day like that. What? Yeah, I went through with, uh, with Kevin, who directed this film that's coming out, and uh, he had to go through the visitor's queue, you know?
1: Like, See you later, Sucka. sucker. So got you, through in no time. Okay, so you were here for a few years, and then your family moved back to yeah. Ireland. Yeah. Okay.
0: But I kept the passport. I've got the passport in my bag.
1: So you've got both of them.
0: I've they, got two.
1: They, that's, pretty, that's pretty snazzy.
0: It's pretty great.
1: That's very, very Jason Bourne of you.
0: <laughs> I know. Well... Mam, it was more Mam than anything else. She insisted on having me in New York because they had just gone through so much shite when I when they were over here, and you know, took they. I mean, they basically got married to. They got married ahead of time to get the visa. Yeah. Um, they were going to get married, and then Mam had gotten accepted for a green card, but Dad didn't. So they said, all right, fuck okay, <laughs>
1: it, <laughs>
0: let's do it on Monday. They literally, like, mom found out on the Thursday that she had gotten the visa or the green card. And she called dad up and she said, listen, <laughs> let's get married on Monday in uh, City Hall. And they did. Oh. And they've been together ever since. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah.
1: Is that what, what, is the, what is the Irish divorce rate? Is it, is it, because here in the States. Oh, God, I don't know. Because here in the States, when I, when I was a kid, if someone in the class said, uh, my parents are getting divorced. You're like, oh my God, your parents. And now if you go, if you meet someone and they go, oh, my parents are still married. You're like, oh my God, your parents <laughs> are still married. Like, yeah, what's it's, wrong? It's so crazy. How do they <laughs> do it? What's wrong with them? Are they, are they I invalids? Know. Could they not get away from each other? Do they live together yeah. or? Are they some type yeah, of conjoined know. twin?
0: <laughs> no, mom and dad <laughs> are Physically unable to. They're, they're tied together. Um, no, they're great. They've, they've been together for like 30 years or something.
1: Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. Do so they live it's back nice. in Ireland now?
0: They live back in Ireland, yeah. They live in Dublin.
1: Dublin? Yeah. All
0: right. Between so, the country and, and Dublin. So
1: So when I when, nice. I when I eventually do go to Ireland... Uh, yeah, you what have are, to go. I will. I promise I will.
0: You can take this green mic with you. I'll take the put green put mic with right you. In.
1: And uh, <laughs> if I just do walk you know. out <laughs> holding hey!
0: that, Someone will give you a free pint.
1: Well they... Oh, man. Just
0: wear a green... And we'll love you
1: for it. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah. Because I don't drink anymore, so I can't like that. Oh, that that's no. The only, and I never miss it. But the only time I ever feel a little twinge of like oh, it was being in like Edinburgh or going to England, and it's like,
0: well, yeah. they you
1: guys make it so charming over there.
0: Well, we do for a while, yeah. <laughs> if you've grown up with it, but uh, now the pints of Guinness over there are creamy, pure goodness. It's like. The darkest black you can dream of and white of snow cream on top.
1: It's like drinking a cake.
0: It's it's beautiful. But not sugary. It kinda tastes like water as well. It's just really, really pure.
1: Oh man, I, I remember the very first time I was like in ninety six when I went over over there and actually had a pint of, you know, just some regular Ale. room temperature, you know, it's stout. Yeah, my yeah my body didn't know what to do with it I cuz i was so used to like ice cold american beer <laughs> you know and then i get this thing which is sort of like the head vampire of beer which is this, this is room temperature this room temperature non bubbly non carbonated you know dark. it was dark i know uh, you
0: don't know what's going on the either.
1: first one i i couldn't I, my body didn't process it but then but then after that i i, I grew to really like it
0: it's really nice it's really lovely. And there's so many different kinds of ale as well, you know. Especially like you go now. Into a, especially now. You go into a pub in England and they've got, like, ten different kinds that you can choose from. Wow. They've got floral ones. They've got honey ones. Honeydew what? It's pretty amazing. I should it's just pretty start impressive. Again. I know. We just have Guinness. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just drink Fuck, already. I mean,
1: seriously.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't. No,
1: be. it's been ten I years. Be I proved I could a- do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate.
0: Let's go to Ireland.
1: <laughs> that is the only. That is the only time I, I'm kind of like, oh man, it'd be nice I just know. to be out in a But other than that, you know, it really. Um, I really do want to get naturey. I really, like, I just want to go out and see the green. And- I
0: know, and it's great as well, especially if you've been in the city for a long time, you know. Like, I've kind of been away for the last little while um, doing bits and bobs, because and I grew up in the country. So when we moved back home, Dublin was just really expensive, and my family are from there, but the houses were, were too expensive. So we went to the country, and I grew up there, and, you know, learned to swim in the river right beside my house, and had... Beautiful trees all around and an acre of a garden and, you know, it was me and my dog and we were just in heaven in this beautiful green place and um, and you kind of want to get out there by the time you're, you want to get out of there by the time you're 18, you just want to, if you've grown up there, you're kind of, you're sick of the green and you're sick of the trees <laughs> and no more bushes, no more anything like that. Um, but then you're desperate to get back to it again, and it's just kind of—it's really relaxing when you go back to it, you know.
1: So you're that serene. You're, you're that storybook Irish lass that like. American guys I grew are like, up in the country I just got lost backpacking in Ireland and then this beautiful woman came out of a lake and shook her <laughs> hair and slow
0: that's motion. what I do that's what I do
1: yeah, all in slow motion.
0: I, I wait I wait for passersby <laughs> you're just peeking <laughs> out through the water yeah
1: <laughs> like a little mermaid there's one I've got
0: one of those wreaths to breathe through and I just like swim around but you went
1: underwater so long that you're just all wrinkly oh and no. soggy that's
0: why I've kept my hands under here the whole time <laughs> fingers
1: are you you're buy, Pretty are,
0: fingers and toes.
1: Do you think you're gonna are, are you gonna uh, buy a place back in Ireland and just have a home back there?
0: Well, I mean, we have a place back in Ireland. We have um we have a a place in the city and a place in the country, um which is where I grew up. So I think, you know, um even though it would be nice to live in different places, I I I could kind of imagine raising my kids in Ireland. You know, yeah. Um, it's an amazing place to to grow up um, especially in the country as well I think I'd want to raise kids in the country because it's just it's nice to be around nature and animals and, you know, things like that. I hate to see kids that freak out if, like, their trainers get a little bit of mud on them or, you know, they don't know how to climb a tree or... I've been to the (laughs) Grove. I got papped in the Grove the last time I was there.
1: Did you? Yeah,
0: I've been going there for years and years and they have paparazzi that just hang out there.
1: Yeah, because they shoot, um, is it Extra or Access Hollywood? Extra, I think. Uh Texas Hollywood. Texas Hollywood. Hollywood. One of the yeah, one of the one of the entertainment shows is based out of the Grove, and I I I I even get it sometimes, which makes me feel like you guys fucking scraping the bone. You know, like it came out of the Apple Store once, and a guy was like, "What would you, what would you do in a zombie apocalypse?" And I'm like, nah, I I kill myself (laughs) like I I don't know what to." (laughs) I'd become a zombie. You would eventually. Eventually, you would.
0: But I mean, just do it already. Just become a zombie, get it over and done with. And then you've got nothing to fear, you know?
1: So it's all these people saying, that
0: keep running away from it. Just okay, wait, let so it I'm, happen.
1: I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to make sure I understand this. So you're saying rush to the conformity.
0: Just kind of go, listen, guys, take me. Take yeah. me as I am. It
1: is, yeah, this is the tenderest meets right Take here. it
0: right there yeah. or up here, up here in the jugular. Yeah. Is that where the jugular It'll is? It'll be nice and soft. And then, I just
1: got out of the lake. Um, uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> nice and tender. <laughs> nice and pruny. <laughs> Um,
1: <laughs> I'm a little chewy But you know right what
0: now. I mean? Just become a part of it. Join mm. the movement.
1: Yeah. Maybe it's amazing.
0: Maybe it's great. You don't Maybe know? Maybe we don't realize we don't how know. great it actually it is. It could be awesome
1: to be a zombie.
0: <laughs> it could just be... I would say so. Well, they keep making films about them, so...
1: They certainly do. There must do. be
0: something interesting about them. There might...
1: Huh? It is. Well, I think it's... Um, you know, it's... it's. Uh, it always seems to be like the horror. the horror folklore always seems to be an outgrowth of... <laughs> Uh, you know the essentially the the hypochondria of the of the culture, mm. and right now I think people are you know we're going through a time where people are super freaked out about some type of chemical or something yeah. or other, or, or just you know like a mega virus, and
0: which know. is fair enough.
1: <laughs> it is a There's lot
0: of chemicals. Yeah. There's a lot of chemicals floating around, but there have been a lot of viruses though. I mean, I, there was a girl I was talking to a while ago, and she nearly passed out the other day because she got this virus.
1: What what was it? She doesn't know. Was it?
0: She was just work, and then all of a sudden felt really faint and almost passed out. Oh, no. Yeah.
1: Did she she's go fine. No,
0: she's fine. She was doing my makeup today, so <laughs> she's all right. Um, uh, yeah, I
1: probably had some weird virus. Let me just put my hands on your face and near your but, eyes. But, uh,
0: yeah, that's what I said to her. Is it <laughs> contagious? I don't or? think so. <laughs>
1: and it's just like blood splatter. Yeah,
0: everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of that going around.
1: So, when... um. So you grew, when you grew up in Ireland and you feel, and you know, I mean, even though you, it seems like, oh, you know, if you're Irish, you might be predisposed to being a performer and that might seem like a natural thing to do. But where do you go in Ireland to really start uh, exploring that? Do you go to Dublin?
0: Um, well, I didn't know that I wanted to be an actor. Um at all, really? I wanted to be a waitress when I was a kid. What?
1: <laughs>
0: I was an actor that still wants to be a waitress or a radio DJ. I'd love to be a radio. So DJ. So you're just
1: you're just biding your time as an actor until you can get a waiting job.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna kick you guys out of here in
1: the next few minutes.
0: <laughs> Have some fun.
1: I worked in radio for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it is fun, but it's, it's great. I mean, this is you could do a podcast. Podcast is like doing radio.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing, isn't
1: it? Yeah. Do you want I like to play music the I like the idea
0: of spinning discs.
1: They don't do that anymore.
0: Spinning discs. No. And I'm gonna bring that back. I'm gonna spin some discs. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna wear some cans, but only on one ear. <laughs> on one ear. Yeah. Just on the one ear. Yep. I'm gonna spin my chair around and grab pint. stuff. Yeah.
1: I did I did that. You used to have to. Pull, That's what I do. You used to have to pull all your commercial spots, and they were basically on these. They were called carts, but they were sort of like they looked like eight track tapes. So it was tape, and you'd pull them, and you'd load them into the machines, and mm. you'd do all the transitions and work the pods. But now, so work much of it pods. is so much of it's computer now. So much it's just like yeah. it's all programmed, and you don't really do anything other than it's that. If I did you have a radio voice? I don't did, know what my radio, radio voice? voice.
0: Well, I mean, I've not, I've never actually been a radio DJ, only in my dreams. But I don't know what. Um...
1: Now it's time to. Now it's time to start. So here's. Hey, so
0: here's, hey, cats. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Here we go. So I here's, think
0: I kind deep in my voice. Here's what we're going
1: to do I'm going to be your music. Like I'm going to be the beginning of a song. Mm-hmm. All right? And then, so what you have to do is you have to hit what's called the post. And the post is the beat right before the lyrics come on. You know how <gasps> DJs Alex Oh, hit
0: yeah, place. they do right it before. so well. Okay,
1: that's a. Uh, now, the radio station I worked at it was an alternative station in the 90s, and they <laughs> told us not to do that because they didn't want us to sound like old radio. So here's what we're going to do. I, I, I'm going to be a song, and then I'm <laughs> going to come in. I'm going to help you. I'm just going to come in with the lyrics like a beat after you're done, okay? Okay. Um, well, what
0: do you? What am I supposed to say, though? I don't know. I'm just, too jet-lagged right now to think of anything.
1: Let's just pretend. I reckon. So just think about something that happened in your town. Maybe there's okay. uh, Maybe there's a, a, a garlic festival, or I don't know. Something's going on. Okay. So you're talking about you say yeah. your name, you say the name of the station, All and right. then you just say a couple of events that are coming up and then say uh
0: what's the name of the station
1: i uh kate
0: K T L R ninety two F M A M. You've already got
1: it. You okay? You're waiting. This specific. is Sir
0: Sharon on K T L R ninety two okay. FM AM damn, 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 and um, damn, damn, we damn, are here today. Damn, the sun damn, damn, is shining. Damn, damn, the clouds are out. Damn, 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 the birds damn, are singing, damn, damn, dare, damn, and it's a beautiful day damn, damn, damn. in Los Angeles. Here we go.
1: What's in your head? <laughs> in your oh, I came in the middle of the song. <laughs> in the very land, content, I think you know them too um, well. Did you did you
0: listen to the cranberries constantly when you were younger? No. For what? In your
1: head. <laughs> no, what are you talking oh, about? A song zombie. What are you song talking about?
0: I know. <gasps> oh
1: yeah. <laughs> we didn't have that kind of soul yodeling over here in the States when she brought that over. <gasps> That's when, so brilliant. When That's she was such doing oh, Americans are like <laughs> What is she doing with her mouth? Like that's so even, funny. We couldn't even process it. You too did didn't notice any of that. How does
0: she do that? Yeah, I know. I don't know because she's otherworldly.
1: Well. She's sprightly. Dolores is sprightly ah, and otherworldly.
0: I don't know how she does it. I just thought she's kind of magical. I think we just
1: assume that, that the all Irish people are like that.
0: Do you want some bread, bread, bread?
1: <laughs> like you guys just talk like that all the time, but that's not true. You're saying that's not Well, I'm
0: true. not going to talk like that around you. Oh, okay, you know. just
1: for your own people. Yeah, we're yeah. beautiful,
0: beautiful speakers at
1: home. That <laughs> <laughs> it is a. language, how does it does does American English sound disgusting to you?
0: Um, no, it doesn't. Not when you guys are talking. I mean, there's there's certain there's certain accents that I find
1: really interesting. (laughs) Upspeak
0: to listen to, and I think. Why aren't you moving your mouth properly? I feel like they just kind of let their jaw drop.
1: I just don't even care enough not, to close I don't even, my mouth. I don't even
0: care what. What? What?
1: You want to? I don't an, even know. It's everything is a a lot of things come end as a question. You want some water?
0: That that actually was a question though.
1: Why is that? <laughs> oh shit! Fuck. All right.
0: I'm super hungry.
1: <laughs> oh, so you are hungry? Or you're not hungry?
0: I'm like super hungry. <laughs> 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 it could either do that or it could go down, and it turns into a kind of gravelly,
1: Round. voice. I don't know. Your yeah. American accent's really good. Well, I guess I love do
0: doing that accent so much. I'd love to do that in a film.
1: Have it's you my not? Have you not been? Have you do. not gotten to play an American in a film yet?
0: Oh, I've played American, but yeah. just not a Valley Girl. I'd oh, okay. love to do a Valley Girl because I just think it's so. It, it's like its own little thing. I feel like somebody just came along one day and said, you know what? I'm going to create my own accent. I'm going to use some American, I'm going to use some English, I'm going to use something else, throw it all together, and that's what I get.
1: It's so and you know what's funny is that it's it's become very it's become a very native of speech pattern, dialect, but it it really I think was engineered to sort of be I don't even care. You know, like it was I think it was yeah. engineered You know, from people who wanted to show that they didn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then just generations of valley inbreeding uh, created that sort of lazy. I'd love to talk to a linguist and find out, like, what the.
0: That's Yeah, that'd be really interesting, wouldn't it? I wonder, did it just come from drugs, though? I wonder, did it just come from,
1: like, people
0: years ago who were so kind of out of it? It might have come from
1: surf culture, maybe, or drugs, or. Maybe it's that. I don't know. I don't know, I but the valley's is a weird place. Here today. Do, you, do, you, do, you, do you spend any time in the valley when you're in Los Angeles?
0: Not really. No. Good, run, run away. Run <laughs> <far> away. <laughs> look now, away, look away. It's yeah. not
1: bad. There are parts of the valley that are really nice, but the strip of Ventura Boulevard. Mm. Now we're, I, we're alienating most of the people listening who don't live here. But but so much of Ventura Boulevard in the valley feels like sometime around 1974, someone was like, "Shit, there's people moving here. We got to put up buildings." What should they look like? I don't fucking care. Just build them. Like, nothing is planned well at all. Everything right. just looks like weird, crappy, 70s oh, no. stucco. They just, you know, they just had to get these businesses up as quickly as possible because people were, stage moms were flooding the valley with their adorable children to be in at the film version of Annie. Yeah, So yeah, they yeah. had to put everyone in the valley. That's yeah. where they all lived.
0: I really like Silver Lake. It's good. I really like I live near Lake. There. Do you? Yes. I think it's really cool. Yeah, Silver there.
1: Lake, East Hollywood. It's a good place. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of history over there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's a good town. It
0: kind of feels a little bit like New York to me. A
1: there's, little bit. There's
0: parts of it that just, I don't know. But I like LA, though. I mean, I I used to not be crazy about it because I think I'd always come over and just do publicity and stay in a hotel right. in Beverly Hills um, and work and not really get to see anything. But I came over recently and I got a chance to actually look around and, you know, see people and do things like go to the Magic Castle. Yes. Or, you know, which is the best.
1: I was just there. Were you? Magic Castle's great. Do you great. know
0: Spaff? Do you know David Spaff? No. He's um he's one of the magicians there. He's got kind of gray, silver hair. Um, I think he's performing soon, actually. I think he performs in November. But he worked on a film that I did this year. And so I went last time I was there and so he brought great. me in and like walking around like he owned the place, which he basically
1: does.
0: <laughs> he was great though.
1: Not to brag, it's so my cool. friend yeah, yeah, president yeah. of the Magic Castle, my house. so I like to go there a lot. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do like, to, I do like to brag about that one, I have to say.
1: it's a. It's I know
0: a, a magician. <laughs>
1: that's cool <laughs> that's a brag no he's how many magicians do you know I know one magician
0: I know I know two magicians what I know two magicians I
1: know four 14, <laughs> 14. I know 14 magicians
0: have you met them have you actually spoken to them or do you just define have you have you had a conversation with them ever did they know your name be well, I mean, you know, um,
1: some of them probably have. Spaff cable. and I
0: are very close.
1: Uh, how close?
0: We're really close.
1: Well, he's my like, my magician, he's my best bud, my magician, um, likes to just call me up and do card tricks over the phone. <laughs> Pick a card, Ace of Diamonds. Yep,
0: it's not the same. And then thing. he
1: hangs up. I don't You're living in it. a dream
0: world. What? Stop. You are living in a dream world. Damn it! And you don't even know it. Oh. And that's the sad thing about it. Bringing
1: some of that Irish honesty over here. <laughs> to tear. The- you
0: can't handle the truth. What?
1: You've just torn up my picture.
0: I know. I
1: know. Fight the real enemy.
0: Oh, Sinead. Um, Sweet Sinead. Well, let's talk a
1: little because we have, we, have we have some time left. I want, let's talk a little bit about uh, what. What? What do you, I mean, This is a really horrible question. I apologize. What are you promoting? You're in a movie. Are you in a movie now? I'm in a movie. Please talk about it.
0: I'm an actor who does films sometimes. Who is friends with, a, friends with two magicians. Friends with yeah. two magicians. And has seen Sinead O'Connor live once on stage. <laughs> what? Um, It's a film called How I Live Now, Mm -hmm. and it's directed by the guy that went through the visitors' section of customs the other day.
1: That's how he's listed on IMDb.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and his name's Kevin Uh MacDonald. And so Kevin's done things like Marley, you know that documentary that came out last year on Bob Marley? Um, And Last King of Scotland. He's a great, he's a really great director. Um, And yeah, and we did this film together last year, and it's about... um, a girl called Daisy who's sent over from New York by her father to stay with her her cousins and her aunt in the English countryside for the summer. Um, And she's one of the... I mean, she's kind of a very abrasive teenager she's very um she's very tough when you meet her she's a bit of a bitch basically Mm -hmm. um she's not very likable and so she comes into this environment where everyone's kind of you know all the kids are very bohemian and they're very open-minded and want to include her and everything and she's never really had that before um and then her and her cousin eddie fall in love like that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them what I just did. Um, they I will fall not in tell love. Them that
1: you <laughs> almost scissored your hands together. No, don't say do that. No.
0: Um, but they do that, and uh, and then a war breaks out, and they're separated. And they promise, they vow to come back to this house where she um, where she fell in love with them So don't spoil it. I won't. I okay, haven't good. spoiled it. I haven't spoiled it. Okay, good. But it's it's great though. It's kind of you know, it's it's one of those stories a lot of people are kinda of saying, Oh, it kinda of reminds me of this and it kinda of reminds me of that but um I think it's told in a in a very unique way through the cinematography and um just through the, the people that Kevin chose to be in this film, like the kid who plays my little cousin in it, um, Harley Bird, is amazing. Um so it's kind of a lot of lovely special things came together in the film and hopefully made it.
1: That's good. fantastic. When does it come yeah. out?
0: Yeah. Um, I'll show you. When does it come out here? When does it come out here, Jess? This
1: Friday. Oh, this Friday. Oh,
0: it's this Friday.
1: Oh, How I Live Now okay. comes out this Friday, November 8th. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's been.
0: I know. Double check it to make sure. You did
1: a movie with Matt Smith. Yeah. I know Matt.
0: You know Matt? Of course. You know him well? Yes. Do you know him like you know your magician? Don't get magician y
1: on me. I knew you or were there. Or do you actually know him? No, I actually know Matt. How I, do you I, know Matt? Um Through Doctor Who? Through Doctor Who. I did a I did a I did a show <laughs> yeah. at BBC. And, oh, I, and okay. I, I, I was I'm a huge doc. I was I was fucking just with Karen Gillen last night.
0: Oh my god. So I don't know Karen now. Ah, who's got two magician's now? I don't know her personally. <laughs> Karen's not a magician. <laughs> uh, Matt's Matt's not a magician either.
1: He's there, yes. He is. He is an <laughs> he alien the same with two hearts. I know. <laughs> now it may seem like magic to you, but it's actually science. Okay. It's Gallifreyan science.
0: I'm sure it is. I don't watch Doctor Who. So. God
1: damn it! Oh my heart.
0: I don't watch Doctor Who.
1: That's all right. I'm sorry. That's all right.
0: But I love Matt. Matt's great. Matt's key's the best. Matsky? Matsky.
1: We don't have pet names for each other.
0: Matsky. Damn it. Smithy.
1: Well, Smithers and I
0: Smithers. Uh, Smithy is what people call him. No, um. I don't
1: think so. I don't
0: His friends call him that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's He poor fella had to get um surgery done on his on his knee a little while back.
1: Oh. Couldn't
0: walk for a while.
1: Oh, that I, I I mean I Did you know that? Sure, I knew all about it. <laughs>
0: Did he call you up and tell you when he was... Yeah, you know, just
1: sort of when he gives me the daily download every night, <laughs> we just sort of...
0: Matt did this today. Put our
1: hair up in curlers and oh, chat on the Matt. phone.
0: Oh, Yeah. <laughs> so when was the last time you saw him?
1: At um, Comic-Con.
0: <laughs> Are you actually friends with Matt? I am. Do you just meet up with him at Comic-Con?
1: No, I, we hang out other times too. <laughs> we hang out other times too. Oh,
0: uh. He uh, hasn't got any hair now. Well he shaved, he shaved his, his hair his head, yeah. for the film that we did.
1: Right. Oh, that was you were in that movie with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh now it all makes sense. Okay, yeah. you did that movie. Gotcha, 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 don't, gotcha. Did you really. did you show that in Detroit?
0: Nice. Detroit, Michigan. Nice. The big D.
1: Home of Ro- I don't know if Home they really of- want to call it that. What? The Big D? Do they call it the Big D? Yeah,
0: they call well they call it the D. Do they? Yeah, the D.
1: That sounds pornographic. Does it? Yeah. Oh, if yeah. someone says like hey does. you want you want the big D and then everyone's like mm. well, I don't think their first do. choice now is now like what they think yeah of. let me see Detroit <laughs> they well, think it, it now it's
0: better than the little D <laughs> <laughs> it's better than the disappointing D
1: <laughs> The adorable The aww, aww D. D The cute D <laughs> Don't you dare use that word
0: <laughs> No it's great I love it there I think it's so great You know it's the home of techno That's where techno started it was in Detroit
1: Yep. And uh, you didn't,
0: Did you know that?
1: Yeah I'm friends with techno oh. <laughs> I could totally text techno right now if I wanted to <laughs> But I won't because we're doing a podcast Sure to, it's look, I know It's embarrassing for me. I know Matt. And
0: I you know, know techno. techno? Yes. Everyone knows techno. Yes.
1: Well, unfortunately, the the techno uh, really kind of exploded when I was in college, and so oh, like okay. the whole idea of going to raves of just like being this. This dopey white kid in these baggy clothes with a fucking Dr. Seuss hat on and a clock hanging <laughs> around my neck and going to a going to a warehouse rave. Yeah. Those were uh those, those were I, the days. I, have, I have sad those were the techno days. I have days. sad techno days in my past. Sad, sad, sad.
0: It's um now it's good. They had that techno fest actually on in Detroit when we were there. I didn't get to go to it, but uh it's cool though. It's bloody it's a great place. I mean it's rough right now, but you know but people it's cool and there's a lot it's of- cool it's i mean it's i'm sure it's tough for the people that live there you know there's a lot of people that live there that don't have a job and um they find it very tough
1: well there are sections of it that are just abandoned yeah but that but i but i but they are building it back up and hopefully they uh, it, but i i performed there a, a bunch have and, you? It, and it's it's a good it's a good town
0: where do you stay when you go there
1: um i, I honestly don't remember i really have been there I'm really good friends with Detroit.
0: Do you know Matt Smith?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the British one. Yeah, I do. Not just the guy. Where is he Matt from? He's In England. From Great Britain. I know he plays soccer.
0: He does play soccer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's
1: from soccer.
0: You know that I could have easily just looked him up on Wikipedia before I got here. I might not even know him either. Yeah.
1: No, but you actually did do a movie with him. So I did, did do a
0: movie with him, yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, it was great. You know, there's this there's this place that they have there called DeMongo's, which is run by this guy Larry Demongo. Um and he was actually in the film. Uh, the director Ryan put him in the film, um, and just got a bunch of characters from the street and kind of he'd incorporate them into scenes that we did. So there was one scene actually that Matt and I do, and it's outside a gas station, and this woman just came up out of the blue, and she had this big kind of red jumper on. And she's like, she was completely out of it. You know, she was kind of gone. um, But she was convinced that she was an actress. And so she started to perform this scene with Matt. And I was kind of standing there and I thought, (laughs) I was like, we were just doing a scene and now you've come in and now you're doing the scene and we don't know who you are. And then she comes up to me and gives me a hug and then just runs off and like collapses onto the ground and says, I'm dying! A monster's caught me! I'm dying! <laughs> wow. And Ryan's still recording, and he's like, this is fucking great, isn't it? He was so excited about it. Did it make the movie? I hope it did. I don't know yet.
1: Because I hope she didn't run too far away so she could get her SAG card.
0: I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Make it legit. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so we had crazy things like that just happen all the time, and I don't think you could get that anywhere else but Detroit, so...
1: Have you? Uh, and just as we're sort of wrapping, this goddamn it! This has almost been an hour already. Oh, you you got to go. Are you doing other podcasts? Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. No other podcasts. All right. How do you want to?
1: How do we want to dismount?
0: How should we like wrap it up?
1: This is not a nine five five Susan. We got a lot of. And- we're out. <laughs> okay, so what have we learned today? Ireland's a beautiful country. I should visit it. Yeah. Um, you know, you spent a lot of time stalking people in lakes. Uh, you're in really a That's lot of cool true. movies. We didn't even talk about Lovely Bones, uh, and I apologize that we didn't. I just, it was a,
0: talk- Go see the Lovely Bones
1: on DVD. see GBD. the Lovely Bones
0: on DVD or digital.
1: Um, thank you so much for being here.
0: Thank you for having me. I'm sorry. I'm a bit jet-lagged, so I'm kind of all out the place.
1: Please, please, we say enjoy your burrito at the end of the podcast. Will you please say it because you have a much nicer accent than I do?
0: Okay. Enjoy your burrito. I actually had a burrito before I came in here.
1: So Did you enjoy it? It was
0: so good. You're living it. it. You're living the philosophy. It's the best burrito I've ever had.
1: Now leaving nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito.